bold pronouncement, but we think we can back it up. Back it up. Back it up. If you come across a radio frequency anywhere putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. You got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the time, brothers. This is the time. We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing, history and humor, issues and events, empowerment and entertainment, all in one station. What's really going on? Free enterprise, you did. KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me, on me, on me. Hi, this is Tavis. Tavis, this is Dr. K. We've got a lot to talk about. I'll be in town on the 28th of February. Can you clear your calendar? Absolutely, Dr. King. Good Lord, do I have some questions for you, sir. Hi, it's Tavis. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. This is Minister Malcolm. Now, I heard that you and Martin are getting together for a public dialogue on February 28th. You see, now, I already know the date. <laughs> now, I know y'all not trying to keep me out of that conversation, now, are you? No, sir. No, sir. What happened to George Floyd shouldn't happen, not even to a dog. How long must the Negro continue to endure this foolishness at the hands of law enforcement? People can take but so much before they reach a breaking point. What do you mean, black lives matter? Black lives haven't mattered in this country since Negroes stopped working for free at the end of slavery. You ought to be talking about black guns matter and start your own NRA. Call it the Negro Revolutionary Amalgamation. Don't miss this compelling historic radio event. The Return. When Tavis Smiley converses with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. Tuesday, February 28th, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We're just trying to close up the wealth gap. Get to this generational wealth. Bet that. We're going to lift off like a jetpack. Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Nigel Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time. One day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Nash Roberts, and it's my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is Monday, February 20th, 2023. 
and what an incredible day it is. There is so much going on in this cryptocurrency space. But first, we have to say happy birthday to our Cryptopian. Her name is Rosalind Young, and I want to say happy birthday to her. I hope today is filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness that she deserves this day. And if you'd like to get a shout out on your birthday, please feel free to reach out to me and send me a text message at 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And for those of you that are listening that had a gift coming from ahead of the crypto curve, I promise you they are completed and done. You have a custom t-shirt coming and those t-shirts are ready for you all. And we will be getting them out tomorrow. So expect them to come in the mail to you this week. I apologize for the delay, but you know, sometimes things happen, but you will be getting them. So I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. And of course, happy black futures month to each and every one of you have black, happy black history month for those of you that celebrate in a different way that we do because we understand we have to know our past to know where we're going and that our future is really bright and what we do is we celebrate black futures month so in honor of black futures month we want to speak out and shout out that individual that we are honoring today. So one of the individuals that we are honoring today, his name is Lamar Wilson. Lamar Wilson goes way back in the Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency space. Actually, one of the educators that I started learning from early on in 2017, as we started to learn about Bitcoin through another platform. And I watched this gentleman evolve in this space. And again, he was one of the early adopters of Bitcoin. So he had Bitcoin way back before it was even I'll say a dollar. Um, and in that, he was able to create the very first digital wallet for the community. And so he had a digital wallet for black folks. And he literally was the first one to actually configure that. And so he's a developer as well in this space. And so he is 100% all about Bitcoin, does not worry about any other cryptocurrencies, NFTs and those sorts of things. About two years ago, he was one of the founders of the Black Bitcoin Billionaires, which was a clubhouse group or is a clubhouse group that's on uh, Clubhouse that talks to the community about Bitcoin. And so he also hosts a events during the year that he supports and he is an advocate for the community and Bitcoin. So our hat goes off to Lamar Wilson today on this Black Futures Month celebration. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after this fabulous set of commercials, we are going to jump into the cryptocurrency space because Bitcoin did some incredible things today. And we are going to talk about it. And there is a lot of swirling and news and texting and emails that are happening. And I'm going to seek to help everybody kind of calm down and understand where we are today. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. 
All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And what I'm going to do is be very slow today because I think it is critically important that we reach out to the ones that we love, the ones that we know need better information. And to get the right information, we are not talking about conspiracy theories. We are talking about factual things that are happening right now in 2023. And I hope that over the last several months, I've really been grooming you to understand why Bitcoin is so critically important to our community, to our households, to our families and all of those things. So as I give a shout out to my uncle Calvin, that's out in Atlanta and all the people that are tuning in for the very first time, I have to say to you, you're going to have to go back and listen to some of the other previous recordings to kind of bring things into proper perspective. But I'm going to do my very best to share with the community this entire week what is happening with the monetary structure. I have told you all, and again, I'm going to slow down just a tad bit so you can understand how critical this week's education is going to be. Yes, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency, but you have got to know what meetings are happening, what different things are being implemented, what statements are coming out to really understand how you need to make better decisions about how you bank and how you do everything else. And so we've already made the case and and had factual information that lets you know that the Federal Reserve Bank is a private entity. We've talked about the CPI data being tweaked the way they needed to be tweaked in order to say numbers are different so that they can do something different. We always are talking about the fact that the feds are a totally different entity than our government. And all of those things, unfortunately, right now are kind of working against each other. But in their own silos, a bunch of things are coming together at the same time. And I constantly say we're getting ready to hit a point in our financial lives where we are in a perfect storm and not in a good way. But we're going to make the case this entire week as to why Bitcoin right now, not in its totality, and I'm not going to say as far as your portfolio is concerned, I'm not saying that all your funds should be in Bitcoin. I am saying that you need to be looking seriously at how to secure one thing inside of your portfolio that cannot be manipulated or moved or taken from you or any of those things. And so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff this week. So if you have not reached out to two or three of your friends and family, please have them download the KBLA app because we're going to have some serious conversations this week, specifically around some of the regulations that are happening, that consumer price index data that I told you all last week was manipulated and what that is actually going to mean to us because it has given the government the green light to start to print some more money. And so several things are going to take place. And again, I am a firm believer that if you know better, you do better. So my cryptocurrency quote for the day states, the governments of the world have spent hundreds 
and hundreds of trillions of dollars bailing out these decaying outmodeled systems called banking. And when the solution to the future of finance is actually peer to peer, it's going to be the alternative currencies like Bitcoin. And it's not actually going to be the banking system that we had before 2008. I have shared with you all that President Obama put in the Dodd-Frank Act where they're no longer able to bail out the banks. However, the FDIC, Federal Deposit of Insurance Corporation, had a meeting November 7th, and they're going to start to do bail-ins. That means the United States uh, depositors that have money in the bank, they're going to start utilizing some of that money for bail-ins. Now, I'm going to say this all to everyone because I can't cover everything all the time. So what I'm going to need some folks to do is really do some research. Or if you don't believe what I'm saying, just do a little bit of Googling. And there are slew, a slew, a slew of individuals that are now taking to social media because funds are missing from their bank accounts. And I'm not talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm talking about a couple of thousand here, a couple of thousand there. But it hurts our community because for some people, that couple of thousands here or there is their rent money their car notes and things of that sort. But just really take to social media and Google money missing from my bank account. Now, I am not saying that this bail-in is exactly that, but there are some things happening inside of our banking system right now that they're not talking about on the news. And we've got to understand that all of this I'm just really feeling like they're getting a gauge for how people are going to react to several things that are happening within the banks. And so we've got to be very careful moving forward that we're paying attention to the signs. And again, like I said last week, you know, Maya Angelou said, when you see crazy coming cross the street, well, we see crazy coming. It's time to cross the street and figure out what we need to do to put our community and ourselves in a different situation. And so my phone has been ringing off the hook because of the different government crackdowns on the cryptocurrency industry with the flurry of actions that they've been doing in this space. And so a lot of us in this cryptocurrency space felt or hoped that 2023 would actually herald a new beginning of a uh, just coming from a year that was a disastrous for setbacks for our community. And I'm talking about the cryptocurrency community as a whole, not the African-American or the Latinx community. Instead, the industry has found itself on the receiving end of a lot of aggressive government crackdowns. And to some extent, we knew this was going to come. And that's because the government was entangled with FTX. And a lot of those individuals that are now seeking to come after those of us that are in this space doing the right thing because they got in bed with the wrong cryptocurrency exchange. They're pretty much uh, really doing some massive 
sitting behind the scenes right now and figuring out what they're going to do. And so the Securities and Exchange Commission has levy fines and penalties against a bunch of different cryptocurrency lending firms, as they probably should have. But while the federal banking officials issued policy statements that appeared calculated to make it harder for cryptocurrency companies to participate participate in the mainstream financial system. Now, if you've been listening to me anytime, ladies and gentlemen, you know that we have been having, we've had a hard time banking for the longest in this space. They treated us and have treated us just like they do the cannabis industry. And so they're making it much harder than it was before to for a cryptocurrency company to even have a bank account, which is going to push more uh, innovation out of the United States into outlying countries and different things of that sort where they are more crypto friendly. But in the last few days, the pace has actually accelerated and two high profile cryptocurrency firms have uh, had some trouble with the SEC and they have come under intense pressure from state and federal regulators. And after the announcement of the SEC for the digital platform cracking and the millions, I think it was $30 million that they have settled for paying out a lot of different uh, corporations are moving from the space are thinking about moving from the space. Now I'm going to say this, if you cannot stop Bitcoin, which they know they're going to start to attack the on ramps, the rails for people to get into cryptocurrency or Bitcoin and really Bitcoin in its totality, along with all these other cryptocurrencies, as I have stated, are a direct threat to the banking industry because they need our money right now to do the things that they have been doing since banks have come into existence. And that's utilizing our money to make more money for them and give us back nothing. And I told you all, and I've said this over and over again, around the world, people are starting to say enough is enough. And we're going to see more uprisings around money. We're going to see more problems around money and the banking system because that is the perfect storm I am telling you is about to happen. Governments are they're 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 running out of funds, they're running out of ways to get us to spend. Um, they're running out of the money that they printed. There's just a whole bunch of things again that are coming together at once. They're all converging at the same exact time. And there's going to be a lot of fights uh, about who holds the money, who has the money and who's going to be able to use the money. And so we're seeing, um, places like, Lebanon, who is and I, and I know when we say these countries, people think that this is just far, so far fetched, but this is happening more than, you know, and if you look at some of the videos from the Lebanese depositors that are smashing up and burning their banks in in their country, these are not people that don't have means. These are people that are millionaires in their country 
in their space and they cannot get their money out of the bank. And so these Lebanese protesters are attacking the banks. They're burning up the homes of the bankers, uh, the ones that they can find. And these banks and uh, they've locked up on people's money. And so people are protesting against the informal restrictions on cash withdrawals in places. And this stuff has been in place for years. However, COVID happened and a lot of people have had to put a lot of the financial things on the background, on the back burner because COVID was a priority and because we were locked in our homes, obviously, and people all around the world were locked in their homes. We're just starting to really get back up on the horse and get things moving the way that it should be. In fact, there's a commercial right here on KBLA and says, let's get back to work or let's get back to business. People are finally starting to get back to business and they're realizing that a lot of the restrictions that have been in place are really affecting us more now because of our stances, what we're trying to do the moves that we're trying to make. And so you've got places like Nigeria, again, millionaires not able to get uh, their currency out of the bank. Last week, they were sleeping out in in front of the banks with mattresses and things of that sort. And this is just going to continue. And people say that things cannot happen here in the United States. Oh, that'll never happen here. I again need to say to you that it's happening. We're not paying attention to it during COVID. How many times have you pulled up to a store or a gas station that says they're not taking cash? Going into places like Walmart where they're not taking cash. They're only taking digital money. And that's your Venmo, your PayPal, your Cash App and all of those things. These things are grooming us for what is to come. Last week was the end of the pilot program for the CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies here in the United States. And we're going to see or hear what their reports are on that. And so these actions are really likely to continue. I'm saying really like they're going to happen. I, I bet my my last U.S. dollar on the fact that these things are going to continue to happen. They're going to get bigger and bigger and it's going to get louder and louder because Countries are following the lead of those who are implementing central bank digital currencies. It gives them control. But in the interim, they need to utilize our money all around the world to do the things that they need to do right now to maintain power. And so that's what really is happening with the struggle. So this week, I am going to break down the consumer price index data and share with you how that affects us and why that makes Bitcoin a better money to actually add to your portfolio. So we're going to talk about that because it's important to know. I had a lot of people last week when I said that they fudged the CPI numbers saying, how could they do that? They wouldn't do that. You know, I get a lot of feedback and it's not it's not bad. I like the conversation and I like to really show you how those things work. So we're going to be talking about the consumer price index, um, 
how they come up with those numbers and what that means between the feds and the government and the fight that the feds and the government are having. Cause I know everybody thinks that that is the same thing and it's absolutely not. We're going to be talking about this digital dollar, the digital dollar project right here in the United States. There is a digital dollar dollar project. And there's also another way that they have started wiring money from bank to bank. And we're going to talk about that as well. I brought it out last year, but it wasn't here as of yet. But ladies and gentlemen, it is here. It is happening. They're trying to figure out how to keep up with the demand of these digital dollars coming into play and how they're going to be able to wire and do all these things and get rid of these old lethargic systems where they're not able to pivot as fast as they need to to keep up with some of the things that are happening in our world definitely in our country here in the United States but the world is changing and the leaders around the world are still all trying to grapple with the fact that cryptocurrencies could if it catches on in the right way at the right time take over the control of money as they know it as these bankers know it and so when we come forward after news sports and traffic we are going to jump into a couple of warnings that were actually issued from the digital dollar project to the united states about the central bank digital currency that is about to be implemented here in the United States. When we come forward after news, traffic and sports, this is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. Power. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So let's just jump into our market update really quickly because I got so much to talk about. And I know we're going to do this all week because there is some interesting facts that have come out. And I'm going to share them with you so If you know better, you do better. So Bitcoin right now, ladies and gentlemen, has made a drastic jump. It is at $24,789 per coin. It's down in the last hour, 0.05%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.09%. And in the last seven days, it's up 14.63%. And again, I continue to say to you, we are not buying Bitcoin because the price fluctuates and goes up and down. What we are buying right now is the technology that sits behind Bitcoin, and that's blockchain technology. And the fact that that blockchain makes Bitcoin the perfect hard money. Bitcoin is the perfect hard money. Unstoppable, untouchable. 
unconfiscatable, borderless, immutable, decentralized, all of those fabulous things come with your purchasing the small Satoshis and not a whole entire Bitcoin, just Satoshis a little bit at a time. But Ethereum right now is trading at $1,700. And I always talk about Ethereum, but Ethereum is one of those blockchains that if the government decides they want to shut it down, they can shut it down. So it's not decentralized or as centralized, decentralized as they tout it is. But the price of it is $1,700 right now. It's up 0.04% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.8%. And in the last say, seven days, it's up 14 0.77%. And so as we look down at all the other over 30,000 cryptocurrencies, they're all mimicking Bitcoin. Bitcoin goes up, they go up. Bitcoin goes down, they go down. But I will say this again, all coins are not created equal. And if all of them are mimicking the great granddaddy of cryptocurrencies, why not just buy the great granddaddy of cryptocurrencies and stop giving yourself exposure to it and give yourself the actual thing? So that's just my suggestion. Again, I'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose, providing financial advice to anyone, but just telling you what I am doing for me and my house. So that's that. Um, so as we move into some of the things that are happening, Ladies and gentlemen, the United States dollar, as we all know, is the dominant reserve currency of the world. And while right now, today, it is not in immediate danger and it's not going to change, in my opinion, for at least three to five years. But some things are ramping up. So we need to know that. According to some of the financial systems numbers and the things that we're reading, the geoeconomic center is letting us know that some things are changing and they don't really feel as though uh, these other currencies are going to replace the greenback. But I think I beg to differ because right now, according to what I'm reading, there are 105 countries right now in this world that represent over 95% of the GDP are all exploring creating central bank digital currencies. And these central banks will be issuing these currencies and they're going to operate primarily via, via the use of blockchain technology, what I just got finished talking to you about. And again, there are more than one blockchain. So you're not talking about everybody functioning on a decentralized platform that is pure centralization, which means they can go in and change the numbers at will, just like they are changing the numbers for the CPI data so that they can do what they need to do as it relates to money. But this digital dollar project, the United States may have conceded to a head start to other nations in setting global standards for the future of money regarding central bank digital currencies. But the future of the country should 
be that we are leading the development of the international regulatory framework around digital currencies. But as I have been telling you all, the United States has been very slow to move as it relates to what they should actually be doing and sharing with us. However, um, in an updated white paper, and again, each and every cryptocurrency out there has what's called a white paper. It tells you why the coin exists, what it's supposed to do, the time frames by which it is supposed to do it, and what the outcomes are supposed to be, how it's going to scale, who's going to use it. All of those things should be written out in a white paper. So this digital dollar project has a white paper and you all can Google it. You can read it for yourself. It's a nonprofit uh, and there's a nonprofit organization that is advocating for United States CBDCs to be put in place, central bank digital currencies. And it said that the U.S. should immediately get into setting up some tort of regulatory framework independent of the decision to deploy the U.S. CBDC. So we know the pilot program for central bank digital currencies has been going on for the last 90 days through Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Fifth Third, Deutsche, some of these other banks. Um, but they're saying that the federal government here in the United States immediately should do something independent of that decision from that pilot program that they've been going over. And more than 100 jurisdictions around the world are, as I stated, researching. But the United States remains cautious and they are trying to really figure out what they need to do. And in the wake of this and the incoming of this CBDC future, the U.S. should be actively making some decisions on governance. And right now, I think that they're a little off kilter focusing on these cryptocurrency exchanges and not really focusing on governance of this central bank digital currency because it's coming or interoperability or scaling or security or privacy. And the, the, all of those things really matter as they come into this space. And I really feel like their inability to really focus in and hone on what this is going to mean, because you're going to use, and I say you, meaning everyone in the United States is going to utilize a central bank digital currency sooner than you actually think. But this project, which is this digital dollar project, has actually laid out a series of warnings about the United States and their cautious approach, calling their cautious approach a conspicuous absence and an unsustainable position. Because if the United States is last to market, that means that other regions, other countries have the ability to put in place their central bank digital currency before the United States. And what that's going to do is put us in a defensive 
posture because we will no longer be the world's reserve currency if we're late to market. So the United States government has a job right now to do the regulation that they've been needing to do. But they decided to take a pause and trust FTX and Sam Bankman free to help walk them through that, which was a big mistake. So we're already behind the eight ball. Now they've gotten burned. They're trying to put this regulation in place as fast as they can. And at the same time, consecutively, they got to figure out how to get this CBDC out and to get other countries to adopt it before they adopt their own. And they are in a race against time. And all of this while Americans are slowly waking up to the fact they're slowly waking up to the fact that uh, Bitcoin and all these other cryptocurrencies are really starting to take hold in a small way. And people are learning what is actually happening with the banks and the bail ins and some of the other things uh, that are happening. And we can all give our props to social media because social media has opened the doors for us to learn much more faster than we have just watching the news because we're getting and consuming our news in a different way so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we'll continue the conversation on this central bank digital currency and this digital dollar white paper this is kbla talk 1580 all money new money new money we've got you covered keep it locked to the midday money chain on kbla talk 1580 Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So just to kind of wrap this up, just so you understand, this is definitely happening. This isn't something that we are speculating that is going to happen. There was actually 20 Asian-based commercial banks across four countries that successfully settled upwards of 22 million in foreign exchange transactions. Never before have we seen the technology actually tested. So that means, and 22 million is not a lot of money in the scheme of the banks, but what is a big deal about this 22 million is that they were able to do this across borders in seconds with their central bank digital currency. And so hypothetically, this is a really good thing that happened. But again, the United States is behind the the eight ball. And if they've already began to implement these things and and have actual money moving between countries in a serious way, this is a big deal. And the United States, as I've stated before, has got to get their roller skates on to continue to remain to be the world's reserve currency even as we move into the central bank digital currency. And so these are significant developments that are happening and our United States is really, really lagging behind. And so in the next two years, 
the United States could actually finally put out a real model. Again, they just tested some things, but they've got to make sure that it's cyber secure, that it protects the the privacy privacy of individuals and delivers a near instant settlement because that's what this space entails near immediate settlement. And so that takes away from their bottom line. So we know that when money is wired, it takes a while to get where it needs to get. Sometimes it'll get there the same day, but some days, you know, when you don't meet the deadline of the time, it appears the next day. Or if you put a deposit in the bank on a Friday, you don't see it in your account until midnight on Monday or some of the some of the other things that we see and central bank digital currencies and all other cryptocurrencies and things of that sort require immediate a settlement. So that means there's not so much manipulating of money. And so they've got to figure out how they continue to make the lion's share of the money that they've been making, utilizing new technology. And it's a little bit harder. And so the situation and the solution, as someone has just told me during this show, be your own bank. So I'm going to say thank you to Gail for that, because you absolutely need to be your own bank and you need to figure out which one of these digital currencies you are going to wrap your mind around and start to learn more about because it's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't just hocus pocus or talk central bank, digital currencies, digital currencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of these things are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. Australia is doing or completing their central bank digital currency pilot this month. I believe that's going to be finished at the end of February. And this thing is going to be on steroids. And so we got to keep our eyes and ears open because new money is making new waves in this financial sector. And if you were on Friday, you heard me read that letter from the White house and they said thankfully what has happened has not affected their or our financial system here in the United States but it's not going to stay that way it is about to go down so just be ready for that and understand that this is happening so ladies and gentlemen what do we have to help you continuously educate yourself around the cryptocurrency space a lot of you are still new to what I'm talking about don't understand what Bitcoin is how we got to this space the evolution of money why we ended up here in this place at this time you can go to kbla uh, www.kbla1580.com and you can click on ahead of the crypto curve and you can listen to some of the earlier teachings where we're telling you what a wallet is what an exchange is how to get started and all of those things are right there on the kbla website but you can also send me a text message, as I stated, to 424-317-7373. And I can shoot you a couple of links to the KBLA site so that you can get that information and catch up there. So you know what we're talking about for the rest of the week. But we are going to dive into what makes up the consumer price index because I touched on it last week, but I didn't really get all the way down to it. But since there is so many questions around it we're going to talk about that and what it means to us um and we're also going to have 
the we're going to have the crypto essential in March. You can reach out to me for crypto essential. That's a two hour in-depth opportunity for you to sit with me via Zoom, no matter where you are in the world and learn about the basics of cryptocurrency, because you have to know. Uh, again, that all cre coins are not created equal. We're not here to help you lose money. We're here to help you think critically and figure out what you need to do for your family. And we're also going to have a ledger in me. One, two, three. A ledger is a device where you save and store your Bitcoin. Well, you don't store your Bitcoin there. You store your keys to get access to your Bitcoin on the ledger. So we want you to buy that factory direct from the factory. Do not buy it from anybody offshoot. Don't try to save a buck because you save a buck and lose millions in the process of that. Um, but we ha we are having a ledger in me in March. You can send me a text message and ask me about that. But when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to jump into our daily dollar cost average. Because you know what I say, a DCA a day keeps poverty away. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Heard any other talk radio lately that sounds anything like this? We didn't think so. You're listening to Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have an entire week of actually breaking down the banking system and some of these different reports that come out that affect us and affect the prices at the grocery store, at the gas station and all of those things. So we've got a packed week because I've got a lot to talk about. But with that, we're going to do our daily dollar cost average in which you are Participating with me as I buy $6 worth of Satoshis. A Satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin because you don't have to buy a whole one. Just like a penny is equivalent to a hundred pennies is equivalent to a dollar. So a penny to a dollar, a Satoshi is to a Bitcoin. So we're going to get $6 worth of Satoshis today on the Black Wall Street wallet. And so what we're going to do is open up our cell phone. Some of you are on your cell phone. The Black Wall Street wallet is a wallet that you can download as well on your uh, cell phone and you can purchase any amount of Satoshis you want. A dollar worth of Satoshi, $6, $100, $1,000, whatever. You can buy Satoshis there. And so... Ladies and gentlemen, we are just up on the top of the hour. And so I don't want you all to touch that dial. You can do your dollar cost average at home, as I will, as soon as I get off the show today. But don't touch that dial, ladies and gentlemen. Next up is the D.L. Hughley Show. We are making way for him. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today. Your host, Naja Roberts, on the head of the crypto curve, where we are creating Satoshi millionaires one day at a time one family at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you you're listening to Nadja roberts on the head of the crypto curve please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja roberts no underscores no dots no numbers just Nadja roberts let's close the wealth gap it's our turn or get left behind. 
your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.